The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This week on your favorite soap opera, it's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, coming to you live from the blizzard of 2013. But fear not, everybody, the Philadelphia region, where we're at right now, is only expecting a little bit of snow, maybe a couple of inches or so, but a little bit further to the north into Manhattan and New England, they're expecting anywhere from one, two, to maybe even three feet of snow. So this is going to be a very interesting weekend here on the East Coast. And if anyone ever gives you a hard time about listening to our show, you can tell them that not only do we talk about anything and everything soap here on Soap Central Live, but apparently we also discuss current events and issue weather forecasts. So we really are a full-service show. And uh, speaking of snow, we are expecting a flurry of activity on our call-in line for today's show. It's because we have some amazing guests with us here today. We're celebrating the launch of the new web series, The Inn. In just a few moments, we'll be joined by two of the stars of the series, Emmy winner Crystal Chappelle and General Hospital favorite Denise Alexander. And we'll also be joined by the man behind the series, Steve Silverman. If you want to be a part of today's show, as I mentioned, we do take your calls all hour long. You can call in at any time on our toll-free number. The number is 866-472-5788. Again, it's 866-472-5788. If you can't make it to the phone for some reason, if you're quietly listening at work, or maybe you're, you're listening to your phone while you're driving in your car, you can also... Tweet us, not while you're driving, of course, but you can tweet us at Soap Central Live, and you can also use our tried and true email method and send us your thoughts at radio at soapcentral.com. Now, as has been the case recently, it seems whenever there is a launch of a new web series, the place to be is right here on Soap Central Live. Earlier this week, the premiere episode of The Inn debuted on theinnseries.com, and today we're having the official kickoff party. So let's bring on our guest. First up is the man who's responsible for creating the inn. You're probably also familiar with his work on the award-winning Pretty, the series, a favorite of mine. Steve Silverman, welcome to Soap Central Live. Oh, thank you, Dan. Thanks for having us. So uh, we're a couple of days after the fact here for the launch party, but I'm ready if you are. Uh, Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm looking around for champagne all over my house. (laughs) Well, it could be an emergency if you have no champagne at the ready. Exactly. So let's bring in one of our other wonderful special guests here, of course. She is a daytime legend. She is making a return here to Soap Central Live because it's been more than a year since she's been here. We have to work on getting her back maybe a little more often. She's known for roles on Another World, Days of Our Lives, Sunset Beach, and, of course, her Emmy-nominated role as Leslie Weber on General Hospital. Denise Alexander, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Hey, Dan. I'm so glad to be back. 
Well, I'm glad to have you here. We are, uh, you know, when you do a live show, you never know quite what's going to happen. So in addition to our weather here, I know that Crystal is working at the moment. Yeah, I was going Crystal's to whisper got it. a job. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to whisper, but, I, you know, they can't hear us there at the Bold and the Beautiful. So she'll be joining us, I know, just as, as soon as she can. But I mentioned for both of you, you know, we're having this big blizzard. The uh, They named it Winter Storm Nemo. I don't know when we started naming them, but we uh, we have names for the storms now. So I want to find out, and not in a sort of a creepy, what are you wearing kind of way, but where are you calling from and what is the weather like in your area? So let's go back to Steve. What's the weather like in your neck of the woods? Well, God, I'm <laughs> I'm calling from Palm Springs, California, where I live, and it was a gorgeous 80 degrees yesterday, and it is a very cool 60 degrees. It is pouring rain outside. A giant black cloud <laughs> flew in over the mountain, so uh, not as bad as the East Coast is dealing with, uh, but it is raining, and it rains about three days a year here, so uh, I, hopefully this will be one of the three we get. Denise, is it raining in your neck of the woods, too? No, actually, I had to take my husband to the airport really early this morning, and it sprinkled, and it was great fun because when you're Californian, or even if you've become one, to have any kind of weather is so exciting. Um, So I was very happy about the sprinkles, but they seem to have stopped. I'm looking, I'm seeing sunshine on green leaves out the window. We did have, (laughs) this is, it's so relative, um, I have a, a relative by marriage <laughs> who moved from Milwaukee to Northern California to Houston, which is where she is now. She also left 80 degrees to go back to Milwaukee, where it is, as she explained to me, really warm and nice. It's 20 degrees in Milwaukee right now. But <laughs> from her perspective of having grown up there, it's really kind of warm. I grew up back east with blizzards and huge mm-hmm. storms and um, big, well, not earthquakes, but everything else in, in weather. And, you know, you feel very brave because you're always in the winter going out in snow or slush or rain or rainstorms or thunderstorms. And you come to California and it's kind of peaceful most of the time. <laughs> and when I was living back east... Well, when you were little, your mother dressed you in 15 layers. You know, they'd have to roll you out the door practically. But when I came to California, Californians think it's really, really cold if it gets to 60. If it goes into the 50s, oh, my gosh, you've got to get your fur line stuff on. And if it goes into the 40s, you have to moan and complain to everybody because you're going through this horrible freeze. So it is all kind of relative. Oh, to let the listeners know that we do chat before the show starts, and Denise, we were talking about how uh, the folks on the West Coast sort of were ribbing us East Coasters <laughs> when we had our earthquake of, you know, epic proportions a couple of so years ago. Silly. Such silliness. <laughs> but it was a big That's deal. You guys earthquake. <laughs> you're built for earthquakes. We're not used to anything. A little bit of uh, of shuffling of the ground over here, and we're, you know, rattled right off of the, the foundation and down the street. When you're in California, the earthquake hits and you sit there and you go, hmm, like a 3.1, I think. No, I think that's about a 4.2. No, it isn't. It's a 3.1. 3.1, I mean, you don't even stop walking, carrying Flaming Cherry's Jubilee. It's just, it's (laughs) such a nothing. You know, you talk about a 7.9, maybe then you tell everybody where you were when that hit. I remember the first big earthquake, or 7, 
And uh, I was in bed, and it was early in the morning, and I had my beloved cat there with me, and this thing hit, and the floors were going up and down. And I went, where's the cat? Where's the cat? It doesn't matter. He'll be fine. And you just sort of hug the bed, and then you tell everybody what was going on with the earthquake. You practically tell them what was going on with the first three aftershocks. But a three-point anything? Actually, I think it was more than that. I think it was a five something. It probably was, but that's still <laughs> that's still kind of medium. Well, you know, it's I guess as you were saying, everything is is certainly is relative. Now uh-huh. we're talking about blizzards and earthquakes and all other sorts of storms, and and as Steve mentioned that he's looking around for for some champagne to help celebrate the show. Let me go back to you, Steve. For I a have moment. some champagne, but I have never opened a champagne bottle in my life. They really? scare me. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I, I look I, for a big man to do that. I don't drink it. Even I've opened up a, a champagne bottle. I know, it's so too. silly. <laughs> well, let's find out what folks like to do when they're stuck inside. I know that, you know, it's uh, the rain. I don't know if everybody runs inside, Steve, or not in, in California. But what would you do if you were, say, stuck inside for whatever reason for a couple of days? What's on your must-have list to have in the house, food-wise, and, you know, is there a favorite movie that you'd want to make sure that you had on hand? Oh, that's a great question. You know, we're going to, my partner Jim and I are actually going up on Monday to, we got a cabin up in Idlewild because uh, we live about 45 minutes from there and he's never been. So we were just talking about that because we're going to go up and do hikes, we're bringing our dogs up there, and I was just saying, we have to bring, there's like certain signature things that, you know, you're going to want. You're going to want hot cocoa when you get to a cabin or inside your home in Palm Springs, California, that's, you know, a, a, a blustery 60 degrees outside. Um, it, it, for me, I don't know, like, we used to do a, uh, we used to have a New Year's Eve uh, sleepovers, my whole friends, and I'm talking 35-year-old human beings, not, not okay. children, <laughs> but we had our go-to, our go-to movies, including um, uh, Bring It On, uh, the cheerleading movie. Uh, there'd always be one good horror movie, like The Changeling or um, uh, Halloween. An Aliens movie would be good. I, I love all that stuff. I mean, I think that it's nice, especially to. Um, we have a little rule in our house where we have um, no internet nights, where we turn the internet off. We also have no TV nights, where we turn the TV off, and we actually try to do this thing called talk to each other. Um, and I'm not uh, familiar with that talk. Talk to <laughs> each talk. other. <laughs> and sometimes it goes uh, successfully well and other times you're just looking at each other going please can I just check really let me just check Facebook really quickly so uh, yeah I mean like today is a really lazy day for me I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm one of the luckiest bastards in the world with my new work schedule so I, I have odd days off and, and today is one of them so it's nice to just be inside and, and have like a nice nothing day nothing days are always good except if you don't have them often enough uh, you know sometimes you don't know what to do when they finally do come around. You're running around looking for, for things to do in busy time. At least that's my experience. I, don't I know think that was Steve when he first moved to Palm Springs. <laughs> no, this was, this was, that was me. <laughs> because Denise knows I left, the, I mean, I left the corporate world and I left L.A. after living there 20 years. And, and for the first few days, I was going stir crazy because... I didn't have a corporate job to go to anymore, and I didn't have assignments to do, and the whole schedule changed. I had these writing jobs, but they were, you know, do the, you know, I'm sitting in a coffee shop, or I'm sitting, I joke that I'm, like, on my raft in the pool, and then I tell everybody, like, yeah, I'm not going to sit with a laptop on a raft in a pool. Of course, I was on the side of the pool with my feet in the pool with my laptop. Um, 
but yeah, it, it is. It is funny when you have to slow yourself down. It's. It's. Um, I think it's good. I think it's good. Denise and I talk about this all the time. We talked about. You know, we were just talking about it yesterday, weren't we? About Facebook yep. and Twitter and the whole socialization of of everyone needing to know. It's funny, like with this this big storm. Not that I doubt uh, global warming or the impact of the storm, but sometimes I wonder, like. You know, a hundred years ago, if there was a huge storm like this, we'd hear about it five days later when the Pony Express finally, you know, <laughs> got the letter out to us and told us about it. So it's it's uh, it's kind of interesting how the world has changed. Uh, the kids are wondering what letters are. Uh, Denise, <laughs> let's go back to you. For we talked about being stir crazy. What are some of the things that you would need to have on hand in order to prevent yourself from you know sort of losing your mind if you were trapped in the house for a couple of days? Who are you asking? That you. Oh. Well, of course, I'm the only other person. <laughs> I, got, I got a little lost there for a minute. That's okay. The thing that I always think of when we have a storm that's enough of a storm is please, 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 please don't let the cable go out. Oh, yeah. Um, especially if I'm here alone. Um, I don't know. Books, enough candles, uh, lanterns, uh, enough food for everybody including the animals, um, the things, all the things that I love and don't have time for. I think that it's sometimes... Is that an answer to you? Did I get anywhere close to an answer for your question? Oh, that, that is an answer, because, you know, I'm, I'm finding, as I'm thinking of an answer to my own question, that sometimes you can't really answer it, because anything that you would want in the case of being trapped in is going to be something that, of course, you don't have on hand. You could stock up with... <laughs> Anything that you wanted, but as soon as the snow hits or, or whatever it is, you know, you want the soda, you want the pie, anything that you didn't get. Yeah, I, I like the biggest problem for me, because I'm a huge reader, is not to have enough light. You know, the candles will burn out, the flashlight will go out of batteries, and it's not a bright enough light. That, I know that sounds silly, but that was always something that bothered me. I... It's so far. I'm so far from that living in Los Angeles, but I lived that way as a kid because everything really does go out. Well, we're going to find out. We're going to actually go right now to the heart of where the storm is going to hit. We have a caller from Massachusetts, and we'll find out maybe what he has on hand. But Brian, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello. Uh, yes, we are getting clobbered with snow. <laughs> And it's going to snow and snow and snow. And um, I'm going to have a lot to remove from my driveway tomorrow. It's going to be a headache. Well, I know that you have a question for Denise, but let me get to you first. What were the things that you had to make sure that you had on hand in case you're stuck in the house? You know, um, a flashlight, um, food that won't go bad, you know, canned goods, um, bread. You can always make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, just just stuff that won't go bad, the usuals. Um, my thing is, the one thing I don't like to be without, and I heard Denise mention the cable, is the phone, because we're on a, a new battery system now, and we only get eight hours of phone after our power goes out. Then we have no phone. When I was a kid, if we had a power outage, we still had the phone. That's a it, good point. It That's was a good separate. Point. You could all. You, I mean, I don't need it to call somebody for you know to chit chat. But if you need help or something's wrong, we always had the phone. You could always make a phone call unless maybe the lines were down, which were, was rare. Maybe that's why I still always have a landline. Mm-hmm. I have to have a landline because yeah. 
that is really the most important thing. Yeah. Well, the yeah. good thing about being trapped in the snow, if that will be the case for you, is that you have a captive audience with me, which isn't so exciting, but you also have Denise and you have Steve here. So let's get to your question, Brian. Well, first I want to, I have, I am so thrilled to call in and um, talk to Denise especially, because when I was a baby, oh, I have older siblings that are much older than me that were in high school when I was maybe, when I was about two or three, they were well older than me. So they were in high school at the height of the general hospital craze. What did every high school kid do when they came home from school? And I can, I still have a memory of when they would come home, I would sit on my sister's lap and she would turn on general hospital. And I don't know what it was or why, but I can remember as a kid Loving when Leslie came on. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know, any, but there was something about her voice that was so soothing and so kind and came across. Has anyone ever told you that before? <laughs> That's a good question. It Thanks, is Brian. a good question. Um, I heard that fairly recently from someone. Um, I, the image of you sitting on your sister's lap is so sweet, uh, and I'm extremely touched and flattered, I must say, you know, to have that tiny little person react that way, just not knowing the story or the character or whether you were a good actor or not, that's incredibly sweet. Well, thank you for your call, Brian. We have... Another person who wants to join our little party here. She is a star of the inn. Let's bring in Crystal Chappelle. Crystal, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for calling us. As I was telling the listeners, you are actually on the set of The Bold and the Beautiful today. I, I am. I'm actually in the hair room. <laughs> Poor girl's trying to get my hair done. <laughs> Good luck. And- we are told that is where everything happens. So just to loop you in here in case you're uh, just checking in with us and, and didn't know what we were talking about, we're asking what do folks like to be holed up with in the event of having to be in the house for a winter storm? So what are some of the things on your list, Crystal? You mean uh, aside from my, my, my husband and my children and my dog? <laughs> that's, that's definitely a given. We're talking, you know, maybe food. Is there a favorite movie? Uh, for some reason, we're talking about pie. I'm not entirely sure why. <laughs> Um, I don't know, uh, vodka and a treadmill? <laughs> we all have very unique experiences here. We've got uh, books and candles, we've got vodka and a treadmill, and me with, with my pie. I don't know what's going on with the pie. I'm with don't you. leave your crock pot behind, Steve. <laughs> Go start. <laughs> So it's it's interesting, Crystal, because I was looking over some of our, our tweets that folks were sending today, and we'd asked fans on Facebook and Twitter to tell us their favorite snowbound or blizzard-related soap stories. And one of the folks on Twitter by the name of Jane Digby said, it's a tie. Both are from Days. It was Carly and Bo in a cabin in 1991 and Carly and Lawrence in a cabin in 1992. The girl had a thing for cabins, so I'm supposed to ask. That's right. What is it with Carly and cabins? Oh, she's a woodsy kind of girl. <laughs> um, you know, 
I, I don't. I have no idea. They, it was the easiest set to put up. You know. Um, yeah. She's just. They, I found myself uh, with each character. I found myself in uh, different sets. And with Carly, it was usually a cabin. With Olivia, it was a, some kind of water source, like a hot tub or a shower. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I have no idea, but I'm glad she liked it. Well, it's, you're talking about things that people like. This is I want to make sure that we mention it, of course. The Bold and the Beautiful was recently nominated for a GLAAD Award. So congratulations to you and, of course, everybody at B&B. And I know that some of the listeners may not necessarily be familiar with the storyline or the character. So I'm wondering, Crystal, could you give everybody just maybe sort of a brief recap of what was honored by GLAAD with this award nomination? Well, it's the first uh, gay storyline for The Bold and the Beautiful, and it's 25 years. Um, and it's a little different than I, I, we've seen on other shows. This is a couple, Karen and, and Danielle, who uh, have been together for a very long time, and they've raised a daughter who's in her early 20s. Um, uh, it's, it's really, and it's really about them being parents to this child and just um, showing the town and their family just how normal <laughs> normal they are. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad that, that uh, Glad decided to give us that nod. That was really cool. It definitely is. It's uh, Two soaps were nominated this year, Bold and Beautiful in Days of Our Lives. Now, Denise, we were talking uh, a little bit ago with the caller, and he was talking about things that he wasn't aware of when he first started watching soaps. Do you think that maybe when you first started on General Hospital, is that the type of storyline that you think any of the soaps back then would have even have thought about telling? A story where you have you know, two moms raising a child and it's perfectly normal. I honestly cannot imagine it. Now, I don't know if they're how far back... I don't know how far back any kind of gay couple storyline goes. But just basically knowing what it was at the time, I um, being black was the most astonishing thing to be in a couple on a soap at that time. And now with the advent of the Internet, and of course we're going to be talking about a bunch of web series, including uh, Venice, The Grove, we'll talk about The Inn, since this is the official launch party, uh, it seems that the sky is the limit. Anything that can be imagined can be done. Is that the case that you found, Steve? With I mean, Pretty was on one side, and we have The Inn is completely on the other side. I'd imagine anything that comes to your head, it's your idea, it's your baby, you can put it out there. Yeah, that's a really great thing about the Internet right now is that there's no restrictions. You're the creative. Your only limit is your own, your own creativity. And um, I've said this before, it's so nice, and Crystal can you know talk about this too. It's so nice not to have to answer to anybody um, except yourself and the fans and not to have to answer to network executives, not that I have a problem with network executives, but you're not taking notes from anybody, you're not to, you know, you can you can steer your own ship, you can work with, you know, I, I write and direct all my own stuff and other people have writing teams and multiple directors and it's kind of um, it's kind of a throwback to how Denise and I actually met, which I cannot believe I'm going to say this, we met 20 years ago next month. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you were seven and I was four, yeah. and um, <laughs> that's how we that's how we play that. And um, but when we met, I was it was my very first play, and there was that freedom there that no one. I had come from a job at General Hospital and left that job where there were so many layers, you know, to getting anything done creatively. And now to walk into this world where it's theater and it's fun, and the same with the internet. It's, it's the sky's the limit. You can tell. 
um, whatever tale you want to tell. It's very, very, very exciting. I hope it stays that way. I hope it doesn't... Um, oh, when the it, money comes in? Well, it's interesting. I mean, I think that a lot of money has come in. It's interesting to watch uh, network television. I took a meeting uh, a couple months ago with two huge network television executives who wanted to pick my brain and hire me, and there was all sorts of talk and blah, 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 and of course nothing happened except... I got a really nice lunch, I will say that, out of it. And um, it was interesting to see these people not have a clue how to do what we've been doing for the last three years that Crystal's uh, they don't. been doing. They, they don't. don't you, have... you know, you've been to meetings with the caucus where it's just all these guys with these amazing backgrounds. Yes. The golden years, the best of television, looking at the young guys saying, what are you doing and how do you do it? Yeah. It's really, Denise and I and, and her husband, we went to this huge meeting, and, 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 and it was a presentation, and she's right, there were huge, huge television icon producers, creators, directors in that room, and they don't have any idea how to do what we've been doing and, you know, figuring it out. And we, I've, you know, sort of faded out trial by fire, so, I mean, it, it, Crystal can talk more about it, too. I, well, I, I, know that I, have, I have about five minutes, and then I have to get off because I'm going okay. off that. So, well, right. let's, let's just, just Crystal now, Dan. Let's take <laughs> Crystal, and let's no, that's fine. Uh, for folks who are, are want to know more about the inn, can you tell us about your character, who is Jane, and you know a little bit about what folks can expect from the series? Well, uh, Jane is um, breaks down. Her car breaks down in this in this little uh, sleepy town, and. Um, uh, so she has to stay there. She's she's forced to stay there, and um, in doing that, she meets a lot of new people who uh, may or may not become her friends. And and uh, but she, her eyes are open to uh, things that have happened in her past. And um, it's it's uh, it, it, you have to watch. You have to watch and really pay attention because um, you'll miss things. You know, there are clues along the way, which makes it a lot of fun. That I mean, that certainly is. Something that folks, uh, I think, maybe have taken for granted. Sometimes I think soaps, they don't feel that they need to watch, but this will be a, a sort of a, a reimagining of what folks need to do when they're watching television. They really do need to pay attention. They can't be doing 12 things at once. That's right. Now, uh, since we're short on the time here, let me ask you a little bit about The Grove. I know that with the series pilot slash it's a sort of a trailer for a possible series what's going on with the grove and where can fans check it out uh you can go to our youtube site at the grove the series um it's uh we're heading to uh macon georgia for our first film festival so we'll actually get to see it up on the big screen and mm-hmm. we're very excited about that um you know it's it's doing very well you know we wanted to put something out there that uh you know, didn't have a garden wall between it and the fans and, and see how it does, you know, running at 70 minutes. And um, I think we're all very happy with it. Um, but, yeah, you can go to the YouTube. It's free. And uh, check it out. Well, and I know that you have to go. So in the, I guess, maybe the 30 seconds that we have left, I will give it uh, open mic for you to say anything that you'd like to the fans who are listening for you. Oh, well, I love you all, and uh, just uh, hang in there, because there's lots of really cool, exciting stuff coming up with, you know, what I'm doing, and Steve's doing, and all these other really great, you know, inventive um, people on the web. So uh, I know they're there, they, they're interactive with us, but there's so much coming, so just stay with us. That sounds like a teaser and a cliffhanger in soap fashion, if ever I've heard one. 
Yeah, well, there you go. I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> well, thank you, Crystal, for calling in. I know that you were squeezing us in in between doing some work there, and I definitely appreciate it. Bye, Crystal. My pleasure. Bye, honey. Good, good, good not talking to you. Yes, I know. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. And we will definitely make sure, for those of you out there who I know wanted to call in and talk to Crystal, obviously her schedule has changed, so we will make sure that she comes back and we'll spend some more time where you guys can call in and talk to her directly. She'll take your calls. We'll do less in the way of chit-chat and make sure that you have a chance to speak to her. But in the meantime, I have two other amazing guests that we're going to talk to, and if you'd like to speak to them as well, uh, the call number is 866-472-5788. We are talking about The Inn. It's a new web series. It's launched. We're going to find out what it is, and we're going to find out that after the break. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more of Soap Central Live in just about two minutes. Stay tuned, everybody. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than soapcentral.com. Every day, soapcentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. When you look at something that's been designed, whether it's clothing, architecture, or a work of art, do you stop and wonder about the inspiration and thought process that went into the design? Tune in to Dishing the Dirt on Design with hosts Ann Asher and Eleanor Schrader-Shapa. We'll take the mystery out of the creation process, along with revealing the backstory from art to fashion to travel and so much more. Listen to Dishing the Dirt on Design every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live and our launch party for The Inn. It's a new web series, and we are going to be finding out what the inn is all about. Are they taking reservations? Do they have good room service? We'll find out all those questions. I'm joined by the series creator, Steve Silverman, who is with us, and of course, one of the stars, Denise Alexander. Welcome back, guys. Hey. Hey. 
Now, I mentioned at the top of the show, Steve, that you brought us Pretty, which is on one side of the spectrum, funny, hilarity, uh, just craziness. And it seems, from what we've seen in the first episode of The Inn, that we're on the other side of the spectrum. Is this your sort of version of your DID? Are these the two sides of your personality? <laughs> I hope I have more sides to me than just two. Um, well, we'll start uh, with these two. That's a great <laughs> question because everybody that knows him went, what? He did what? He wrote what? <laughs> every, every friend I have, Don, even my parents, sat there going, waiting for the punchline during the, the trailer. Like, when's mm-hmm. it going to get funny? When's it going to get funny? Oh, wait, wait, what? Um, uh, many people know me. Many people have heard this story a million times. I am a giant Alfred Hitchcock fan. I love thrillers. I love ghost stories. I love horror movies, good horror movies. I love the movies of the 70s and 80s. I love any movie that is just simple, like The House is Evil. Don't go in the house. We warned you. There, done. It's simple. Um, and I love that style of storytelling. I, I, you don't need to explain that there's a man and this happened and there's cameras and no, I forgot about the Indian burial ground and all that. Who cares? So, so I had this, um, I had the opportunity to do another series and I had the opportunity to, uh, do another season of Pretty and I started writing it and then I just have to be honest and say after three seasons of Pretty and it was a fantastic experience and I do hope to do more of it in the future I just needed to do something new I just needed to try something new I needed to get out there and get creative in a different world and I pulled out this old um, outline I had and I started looking at it, it was for a movie and it never had a name and I realized that if I chopped up all the beats it came into 15 pretty great episodes hmm. and I thought I why don't we know try? that story yeah, and we tried it that way. And I'll tell you a story that you'll appreciate, Dan, and the woman on the phone on the other end of this phone will appreciate. For 20 years, I have asked this woman to do work after work after work, and anything I send her, she goes, oh, um, ah, oh, I might be driving to the city of industry that, like, she always has a reason. And <laughs> or she I always, would say, well, I'm not your audience, but I'm, I'm sure your audience is out there. I'm sure it'll do just fine for you. She's always like that. And, and, um, and I sent her this script, and then I called her up with a few questions that I had to ask her about different things, and she always just gives me such good notes and such good feedback because she's a producer herself. And then when she answered the phone, we were talking, and she said, please, please, please tell me I can play Lola. Please tell me that's why you're calling. And I said, oh, my God, first of all, yes, that was why I was calling. But, gee, this is the first time in 20 years that I didn't have to beg you to do a job for me. <laughs> so, Oh, I just fell madly in love with this character. I, um, Of course, I said to my husband today that I always have these conversations with my, my husband, and I said, I just love her. I love her. You know, she's not the sweet one. And... You know, I just realized I can't tell the end of that story. Never mind. Um, it's a part, I know her. She's part of me that nobody thinks actually exists. I mean, a line like, oh, for Christ's sake, Riggs, get over yourself. Would anybody think that was part of me? That is so much a part of me. Right. <laughs> so you've gone from saying no, 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 you were involved in Pretty, Denise, and now you're involved in the inn. Are we on the flip side of that? Will you now say yes to everything that Steve calls with? Um, maybe. We've had, we've had, we've talked about this. She and I have had so many great adventures and we, we met 
you know what, we talked about this privately a, a, more than a year ago. We met exactly when we were both supposed to meet. I love and, how you said that, yes. And I needed her and she needed me in very different, it was a very unique meeting. And since then, I've gotten her on the stage, I've gotten her uh, onto, you know, the interwebs and God knows what will come out of all this. We've next done readings we'll, together, we've, we've done... done uh, we did, did my, um, uh, the thing with the with the with the spinning thing with the photos <laughs> slideshow. Oh, slideshow! And then you did. She did a. I wrote a book a long time ago that I have to go back and look at again. And she and Leslie Charlson came out and read it for me out loud, so I could hear what it sounded like out loud, which was a hoot and a half to watch the two of you do that. And um, yeah, we've had a lot of fun. So so just like her, for me, this was an opportunity to show everybody that I do have, like you said, another side, another split personality, and um, uh, and have some fun. Yeah, okay, well, Steve is really astonishing. When I first met him, you do think of him as a comedy writer, really. Mm-hmm. But to me, he was, um, he had a particular kind of sophisticated, now I'm not mm-hmm. saying drawing room, it wasn't Noel Coward, but it was... Um, Oh, God, Steve, who's the writer I always said you reminded me of? Not Neil, Neil Simon? Neil, Neil Simon. There we go. Uh, because it wasn't set up, set up, set up joke, set up joke, set up joke. It was set up, set up, go right, turn left, back in through the door joke. And it was, I think his comedy writing is so brilliant. And I have oftentimes, he's given me things to read, you know, via email, and I'll sit there laughing so hard reading this on my computer screen in front of me. The tears are pouring down my face. And then he can turn around and do, I'm thinking of of another project of his that I love that I swear I'm going to get made one day, or something like The Inn, which is so very different. And you know as an actor the difference between the general field of writers and somebody who's so special because no matter how big your ego is, you don't want to change a word. You don't want to change a syllable. I remember Steve did a... I don't know if I've ever told you this, Dan. We've ever talked about this. He did a a one-man show. He had taken some classes and stand-up and done different things because he's always learning. And he wrote basically a one-man show for himself. And then he added on as a coda um, about 12 minutes, I think it was, of uh, things that were taken from conversations with his mother because his relationship with his mother is ridiculous. And it's one of those things that causes me to sit reading things he's written with tears pouring, I mean, tears of laughter pouring out of my eyes. And uh, when, he, when we would rehearse, we would rehearse sometimes at my house in the living room, and I would be say to him, stop changing the words. Say the words the way they're written. If you don't say the words the way they're written, you're going to lose the joke. Say the words the way they're This is me as an actor telling the writer. Generally, actors want to change things and have free form and improvise a little, and, and the writer goes, tell them they can't change my words. And <laughs> well, this was, and you, I could not get through to him. He had to learn it word for word because if you change the words, it wasn't going to be as funny. So he's pretty extraordinary. It's yeah, interesting but- that you talk about things that are changed. We have a call that came in earlier <laughs> in the week from Donna that I'd like for you to take a listen to. Let's listen to the, the call. Okay. Hi, my name is Donna. I'm calling from Lake George, New York. I am a big fan of Pretty the series, and I'm really looking forward to the inn. It looks really kind of creepy. 
Um, my question is, I noticed in the pictures um, and the teasers that Denise Alexander's character has silver locks and she looks gorgeous that way. But I was wondering if there was any arm twisting involved, how much of any, um, to get her to cover up her natural honey blonde locks. So that's my question for the day. And I hope I get my answer on the show. Thanks, guys. Really looking forward to the end. It looks great. Bye. Steve, one of the things he said to me on the phone was, I don't remember your exact words, Steve, but it was along the line of that you saw her. Did yeah, you I, say you saw her at no, first in kind of a page boy kind of kind of gray? Yeah, I immediately. Yeah, I immediately said we when when you wanted when Denise wanted to play the part. I said, of course you can play the part, but we're going to have to talk about your hair because we can't use your gorgeous blonde hair. She's got to have like a, a page boy, Dutch boy, and I see it like silver gray that's white. That's right. That's right. And that's kind of that's the kind of the road we went down. It's funny because a couple people asked me, "Why is she wearing that god awful wig?" And a couple of people have asked me, "God, her hair looks fantastic. Is that a new cut?" So I don't know. It's uh, I don't know what to tell you. I fell madly in love. He did say he said Dutch boy, and and silver or gray. I could not wait. I then said, "Oh, she's got to have glasses that she wears all the time. Maybe I'll go without makeup." But I it, it was. I don't know if maybe you get to a certain period in your life where you lose all the ego that, you know, drove you for so long, or if it's just the thing of being an actor and getting to try on another character, like putting on a wonderful new suit of clothes. Um, there was a time when Steve had to stop me from going too far because I said, really, makeup? And he said, yeah, she's kept herself up. Well, I saw her. I mean, I would have gained 30 pounds and and worn no makeup and taken out teeth if I had teeth that could come out. I got so into kind of doing something that nobody else has ever let me do before. It was very, very thrilling. Well, it's, and no, that's guess- not my hair. <laughs> different things, I guess, mean different things to different people. And certainly when we're interpreting what a web series is about, that might also be the case. So let me hear from both of you your takes on what the in is and what fans can expect. We're going to start with Denise on this one, though, since uh, since this is Steve's baby. Denise, what can fans expect from the in? What's it all about? Well, I always describe it this way. It's one of those... Girl, I'm going to sound a little like Crystal when I start. Girl breaks down out in the middle of nowhere. Um, car won't be ready for a couple of days. There's really nothing around. There's a diner over there. There's an inn over there. She goes into the diner. The person, somebody in the diner, who says to her, "Go over to the inn. Talk to Teddy." And and you know she gets over. It's one of those kind of ooh kind of movies. That's what I said. That was our original theme song, Dan. That she just sang. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, that will be available for download on iTunes following the show. <laughs> is she is she on the money with that, Steve? Is that what the inn is about? She's definitely on the money. The inn is uh, like I said, it's a salute to Hitchcock. You'll see shades of you've already seen shades of it. There's a huge nod to Rebecca, the his very first film he directed that that happens in the very when she goes in the diner and says her name. And if you know Rebecca, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There's going to be nods to Psycho and, and Gaslight and a couple other films that I love. But 
The Inn is a show that I promise you at the end of every episode, you'll get a little chill and you'll be able to go back and go, wait, 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 what just happened? And you're probably going to want to go back and watch previous episodes again. Uh, Crystal said something very key, which is look for the clues because we had, I had so much fun writing it and I had so much fun I working with people. I don't get the clues. I mean, I know she said that and I said to myself, what clues? What is, what is she talking about? <laughs> there's little, there's little clues here and there as to what's going on. There's, there's, in classic Hitchcock fashion, there are no good guys, true good guys. There are no true mm. bad guys. There's, everybody's a shade of gray and, and, um, you know, I've gotten a lot of people. Thus the hair. Exactly. I've gotten a lot of upset people who have who have written me and made comments. Why is she smoking? Why is she smoking? Why is she smoking? Um, And people even asked me, you know, how did you know how did Crystal deal with the smoking? And I said, you know, she's an actress, and and ask her yourself how she dealt with the smoking. The the classic bad girl, you know, a classic bad girl smoked in all of those movies and never thought twice about it. And that's kind of you know another one of the little you know moments. I just. And those are bad girl shoes. And the bad girl shoes. Oh, there's been so many comments about those shoes that everyone's because the 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 and Denise can tell you more about this. But the property we're on, where her car breaks down and she has to walk on that rock road, okay. and Crystal and Crystal's walk, and I love her to death. But we laugh. She even she and I laugh because. It looks, she's like, I really, she's like, I gotta do a real sturdy walk or I'm gonna fall over on this rope because she's in these giant high heels. She walks like a dock worker. She really does. (laughs) Because she's planting her feet because she's gonna, she's gonna fall over if she doesn't. There's there's so many rocks on that road, but yeah, it's a, it's a, one, one word that I've, that I've used, uh, without giving anything away. Uh, the end is a story of redemption. And just keep that in mind. We all have, we all have a secret. And we all um, have to own up to our secrets, and so there's going to be some redemption. I just, I'm really excited. I'm really thrilled that everybody's as excited about it as we are, and and I hope everybody keeps watching. Well, I don't know if she has a secret, but we have a caller from Indiana named Joyce who wants to be part of the show. Joyce, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi. Do you have a secret? (laughs) Steve knows it. Uh oh. Okay, so I'm imagining you have a question then. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot what it was now. I had a question for Crystal, and this is like, blew my mom. She had to leave, but, uh, I got all my calendars up, uh, and I'm getting, uh, taking one of them to make in with me, and Crystal's gonna sign it. So I did okay. get a calendar signed by Crystal. Oh, fantastic. Joyce is referring to, we, um, uh, we are a free show. Uh, so the way we pay our bills is we offer different, uh, eBay items. We offer different things for sale. So we made a calendar based on our, um, beautiful photos that were taken of our, of our cast. And, uh, our very supportive fan base bought, I think we sold like over 50 of them. And I think Joyce, I joke, Joyce bought about 47 of them. No, Joyce, she bought like two or, <laughs> she bought like two or three of them and, and, um, so many people said, you know, to me, can, you know, oh, can I get Chris? Could you get Crystal to sign it for me? I would love to get Crystal to sign everything for you guys. Crystal lives six hours away from me. She lives four hours north, uh, 
ish. I shouldn't give away exactly <laughs> where she lives. <laughs> Four she hours was, north and two hours yeah. uh, east west. <laughs> yeah, and I'm and I'm two hours west. So everyone who keeps saying, and we we were joking because we had a we had a big uh, screening here at my house this past Sunday on Super Bowl Sunday. Of course, we had a, a screening of the Inn and a whole bunch of friends, and we invited the entire cast, and 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 a lot of them came and. Crystal, of course, called me and she goes, you know, I want to be there. I said, well, I'm not expecting you to do 12 hours in the car. Like, it's six hours from your house and then six hours back. It's totally understood. So, yes, Joyce, is, uh, Joyce apparently also told me a story that she, um, you said, Joyce, that you, uh, you photocopied all the calendars and she's, she's basically wallpapering her entire home in the calendars. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your secret with us, Joyce. And Steve, there's also this rumor on the internet I, I saw that Crystal's going to sign me and we're going to put me up for a bid on, on eBay. Is that what I, I'm hearing? I think you started that, but I'm, I'm all Actually, for it. I think, we could get, I think we could get a lot of money for you guys. Actually, I, that's, that is true. I, I, I did start that rumor. I have, I have no shame in, in admitting that. Uh, now, we talked about the Alfred Hitchcock element, and I know that Personally, I've seen Alfred Hitchcock movies, but there is a great uh, retrospective. It's on Blu-ray, and I think on regular DVD, it's maybe 20 Alfred Hitchcock films. So I'm going from the beginning and watching his progression. But I was taken by, and this doesn't give anything away for those of you out there who are listening, at the very beginning of The Inn, there is a quote, and it says, A glimpse into the world proves that horror is nothing other than reality. And I think that that's true, and at the same time, that in and of itself is sort of scary, considering some of the unfortunate things that we've seen go on in the world lately. Yeah, I mean, I think um, that's, yes, and and it was interesting. We, we had the whole episode locked, and it was ready to go, and I just felt it was missing something. And so, as has happened to me many times, I go to sleep, I have a pad of paper by, like, I'm an old school writer, I have a pad of paper and a pen right by my, my bed on the, on the little night table. And as I'm falling asleep, all of a sudden, I don't know why this flew into my mind, but it flew into my mind, get a quote from Alfred Hitchcock to open the show. So I wrote down Alfred Hitchcock quote. And then the next morning I got up, and God bless the internet, because I don't have to go to the Dewey Decimal System anymore <laughs> at the local library. <laughs> and... I started typing in Alfred Hitchcock quotes, and there were all these great quotes, and I'm scrolling and scrolling, and I found that quote, and I thought, that's one of those magical moments where it all just comes together. And when mm -hmm. I sent it to my editor, the way the quote fades up on screen, she did that on her own. I didn't have to tell her. And, and if you watch the episode, you'll know what I'm talking about. The first line fades up, then the next dissolves in, and then his name comes up. And she didn't just, you know, block it all on, and, and she really got the, you know, the eeriness of that. So... I, I think alluding back, you know, like I said, is, is, you know, everyone has a secret. Everybody has, you know, something about themselves. And, and real truth um, is always scarier than any, you know, fabrication we can come up with or any silly ancient Indian burial ground. That's just the truth. It's, you know, like, like I said earlier, you know, to me, scary is the child is evil. Why is the child evil? He's just evil. And let's go with it. And that's, <laughs> that's the truth. Denise, for you, what are some of the movies that would be under the horror, suspense, or thriller category that you would consider some of your favorites? Um, I'm not really a horror film person, but like the rest of the world, uh, boy, the first time you ever saw Psycho, mm -hmm. and 
and um, I don't like the ones where, you know, the pretty, pretty, pretty little blonde girl turns and you go, don't be an idiot, why are you going into that room? Um, that just drives me crazy because those people are, as somebody once said, too stupid to live. So I don't care. That was actually, um, that was actually the original title to the end. Don't be an idiot, why are you going into that room? <laughs> We've got the theme song and the original title. All of the secrets come out on Soap Central Live. But one thing that we don't want to be a secret, Steve, is we want folks to be able to know how they can go and check out the inn. So let's make sure that, again, we give everybody the, the go-to information, where they can follow, when they can check out the episodes. Hit it. The Inn is viewable anytime you like, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, at theinseries.com or the Inn, that's two ends, theinseries.com. It'll take you to the old Pretty site, and Pretty and the Inn live on the same website. Um, if you are on an iPad or an iPhone, you can blame Apple, not me. You will not be able to watch it. You'll have to go to YouTube and look up, um, look up the Pretty the Series channel, and they're all there. It's a lovely deal that iPad and uh, Apple set up with YouTube. But we have a brand new episode every Monday for the next four Mondays. What we're doing is a little unique um, in the web series world. We filmed uh, 15 episodes, five uh, episodes per season. Season one is happening right now. Season two will be this June, and season three will be in October. We'll give you all three seasons, all 15 episodes, before the end of this year. And most of the web series out there do one season per year like we did with Pretty. But mm-hmm. I felt to sustain this show and what I wanted to do with it, instead of running all 15 in a row, I figured let's break them up, but let's give them everybody everything you want this year. So uh, we'll have a, um, a very large cliffhanger at the end of this season and an even bigger cliffhanger at the end of the second season, and then it all wraps up in October. I just I like think that. it's too short. I really do. I think it's too short and there's not enough of it. You mean you mean episode wise or, or everything wise? I love it. I love <laughs> the storytelling. I love the characters, and I love me as Lola. I think there seems like we're out of time for everything, even with this show. But in the two minutes or so that I have left, I want to take at least one minute because you don't need Samuel Morse to telegraph where this question is going, Denise. The biggest questions fans have asked for oh, me Lord. to get from you. Not a word. I don't know. That's the, I haven't heard the, from anyone. <laughs> well, what we want to let fans know is if they know what the question is and they would like to you know, have some resolve for that, there is Twitter, there is Facebook. You can certainly make it known that you want to see Denise back on General Hospital. I'm sure no one would mind that. And again, I want to, of course, let everybody know that if you missed the web address for where you can check out the inn, don't worry. You're not lost. You won't have to uh, shuffle around. We're going to have all of the information on our Twitter feed. It's at Soap Central Live and also on SoapCentral.com slash radio. Denise and Steve, I want to thank you so much for dropping by and chatting with us about the inn today. I hope I didn't sound ungracious about your last question. It's just Absolutely that I really not. don't have an answer, and everybody's asking me. So, she's, she's, she's telling you the 100% truth. We just spoke about it yesterday. They, they, she, hasn't, she always tells me the truth. I knew she was coming back in 1996 before anybody knew she was coming back because she called me and talked to me about it. That's true. And, and the truth not of the matter yeah, not ungrateful at all. It's just, a, you know, I would be remiss if I did not share the one question that I've got the most. There were probably I a couple hundred that. questions. I just, please, may I use you to thank all those lovely people. I thank you, thank you, thank you that, that she is remembered. She, Leslie, 
Um, that show meant so much to me and still does, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that loving kindness that you would like to see her again. Well, I think that there's no better way than to wrap up today's show with that. Of course, I'm thankful for everyone who has listened today and every week here on Soap Central Live. If you missed any part of today's show or you want to hear it again, of course, head over to SoapCentral.com slash radio. There you'll have access to this week's show and any of the about 170 other episodes of the show that we've done. Next week, we are doing a Valentine's Day episode. It's an unconventional look at love on daytime, isn't it always? But we'll be back next week, Friday, February 15th, live at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live. Have a great week, everybody. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.